the coffee shop in 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 Mecca 100 years or 50 years before or 100 years even in Cairo 50 60 years even in Damascus then Aleppo then to Istanbul then from Istanbul go to like Bosnia where the way in Balkanic area they call oh, Romania wow, in the Bulgaria Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and sadly, this is the last episode of a five-part series that has been just a joy to explore. I have learned so much in this series, Mohammed. Thank you so much for everything that you've helped me understand about the history of coffee. A lot of it's finally falling into place for me. So today we're going to talk about, you're so welcome, thank you. Um, Today we're going to finish off this series by talking about coffee shops. Now tell us, how did coffee shops evolve? Um, From the history when we come back, uh, the coffee start consumed as like, you know, at home or Mm -hmm. at uh, they will known people if they have fellow schoolers and they just and um and they when we go back to the history we find the first coffee shop was really in started like they call it coffee house yeah. in mecca yeah and mecca there are about 50 places where they serve the coffee around the holy places kaaba and uh, then uh because the at the time was uh, Mecca controlled by Cairo. Then Cairo was the second place where the coffee spread. Let, let us start from Yemen, Mecca, then from Mecca, uh, of Cairo, course, Medina, and All then right. to Cairo. And Cairo was consumed first in the mosque and then uh, outside the mosque on the uh, market there are places just they serve the coffee they make it as like just a place how to boil the coffee brew it and give it to the people and the way they brew it like you know the way we call it now turkish coffee which is the arabic ah, way of the, like a the coffee Irakwa, yeah exactly just boiling the coffee and uh, add some sugar or add some cardamom and boil it and give it to the people and you know there are also Sometimes in the house, when you make the coffee, take like my mom, when she prepared the coffee, I learn a lot of from her, how she roasted, yeah. how she grinded, how to add this, and take sometimes really two, three hours preparing. Right now, mm. we need something within 10 seconds on espresso, just 25 seconds to, to 27 yeah. seconds. <laughs> We're very <laughs> and impatient. When you the people, yeah, when, we, when you saw the people, we need to make your filter can be pour over. It will take two, three minutes. Oh, long time. I need something too long, very fast. Too long. Express, yeah. <laughs> and you know um in cairo there are like a coffee shop but in damascus in 1530 1540 there are documented as the first coffee shop opened in sinania market which is close to big mosque in damascus Mm -hmm. and was really like a big place people they can sit there are a waterfall there are Ah, planets yeah and this was in 1530 1540 then when even uh, the people they finish from praying, especially the thinking people or the people who's very important the they need to read to study scholars. When they finish a prayer, they come to the cafe, they drink the cafe, and they start reading or uh, writing. This was really documented and well documented. And then after that, from Damascus to Aleppo, from Aleppo then to Istanbul. Uh, let me give you just a brief history. And like you know. Uh, in, in Cairo, there are coffee houses in 1502. In Damascus, very documented history, Bontolon or Ibn al-Ghazi, right, in 1534. 
in Istanbul, the first coffee shop opened in 1554, you know, mm-hmm. and this is was in uh, the um, from Istanbul, which is the, the like uh, because Istanbul take over from Mamluk on 15. The Ottoman Empire. Yeah, the start of Ottoman Empire after uh, Murj- Marjdab uh, battle, which is 15. Uh, 1516, 1516. Mm-hmm. Salim al-Awwal take over from Qansu al and then they start the Uthman era. The coffee shop in, 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 in Mecca, 100 years or 50 years before, or 100 years, even in Cairo, 50, 60 years, even in Damascus, then Aleppo, then to Istanbul, then from Istanbul go to like Bosnia, where's the way in Balkanic area, they call oh, Romania, wow, Bulgaria. Folks, our first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, is now available for you to learn at your own pace for just 50 euros, and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. Yeah, there are very famous and documented history in Boyograd, Belgrad, Bosnia, a lot of coffee houses, and even... The first, yes, worst Western people, when they visit the Ottomanic or the Levant, they call at the time, they, uh, let us say, uh, there are one very famous guy, they call uh, Lionheart Rowold, or Rowold Lionheart, he was from, mm-hmm. uh, uh, from Dutch, from, Nether- from Holland, from Netherlands. Yeah. He visit Aleppo and visit Syria, they call uh, a trip to the east was in 1573 and he write in his book the people they drink uh, a drink they call it coffee and is it black and he described all these coffee wow. in 1573 yeah and there are uh, other 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 traveler he's they call a doctor and he's italian in 1580 he visit cairo and he write about the coffee and he described the coffee houses and the coffee drink itself and how it's they, they drink the coffee. And then after that, they uh, there are French travelers, they call Poliet in fifteen in sixteen fifty-eight. He he visited Bosnia and he write in his uh, books about the coffee houses in Bosnia, which is really was like you know high class we call. There are like the scholars, the doctors, or the very high people. Philosophers. And yeah, because, you know, the coffee shop, the place where people, they can gather together and there are no any obstacles and there are no any... uh, There's no uh, hierarchy. No hierarchy. And even Muslims, usually they make a meeting and masjid and they pray. But if they are not in masjid, where they are will meeting and they will meet it. Chatting, gossiping, uh, talking, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> and and all the traveler, you know, they write about the coffee shop. Even the people, they say there are coffee shops like in, let us say, started from Mecca, then from Cairo, then Damascus, then Aleppo, then uh, Istanbul, and the people who first people who start coffee shop in Istanbul is from Syria. One guy from Aleppo, one guy from Damascus. Wow. who's Ottomanic um, Ottomanic historian, he writes in his book, the first coffee shop opened in, in Istanbul, opened by Syrian people, one called Shams, Dean, one the other guy, uh, come from Damascus as well, and they opened near to the castle, and they opened 
to become very famous and very popular in 1552 or 1555 in this time. But there are 50 years before in Damascus, we have coffee as well. And after that, from Istanbul, as I said, you go to the, uh, 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 what we call Eastern Europe now, Belgrade, mm -hmm. Yugoslavia, Serbia. And the first coffee shop opened in London was in 1652 by Basco Rossi. And it, uh, uh, I think they come from, he was working in Istanbul or somewhere in uh, Islamic world, and they uh, opened a, sm a small, like, you know, not a coffee shop, they like a stall, and he makes uh -huh. coffee and sell it to the people. And 1652 in London, and still there are places they call Pasqua Rosy, who start the coffee in London. It's still Before there? London, yes. Wow. The cell, they, they have it. This is the first time they open coffee. And coffee was drink in in London, in England, before tea. The tea come after yep. coffee. Okay, and then they take over, and that's why coffee was, wasn't popular in the beginning in London. And there are a lot of coffee shops. Even the one of the kings, he uh, gave like illegal to drink coffee because a lot of problems come when the people, they come and talking about politics and see, ah. something like that. Okay. And in Italy, I think the first place in Europe uh, there was in Italy, it was in 1644, 1645, uh, because at the time, Italy was very connected with the Islamic uh, the world because Venice uh, mm -hmm. and the trader from Venice, why uh, they trade, they, 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 they uh, have a ships and they have a very big uh, uh, marine uh, port. Uh, uh, port and they bring things from the Ottomanic or from Arabic world to Europe. Europe. And Italy, yeah, uh, Europe. Italy was the first place to open coffee shop in Italy, 1645, something like that, I think, at the time. And then uh, in Venice uh, as well, and after that in uh, France, in Paris, in 1669, in, in, in Paris, uh, because was there are, I think, guys from Ottomanic Empire go to visit Paris and they bring the coffee with him, and the French, they uh, learn and uh, drink the coffee out there. When you see the history, you can really easily see the coffee star in London 1650, but in Mecca 1511, there are right. official documents, halal or haram. And we have history, uh, Ali bin Umar Shadli, he made coffee for his people in 14, he died 1425. And mm. all this history, documented history, and well-known history is not mystery, not legend. It's not it's a legend, not, uh, it's clear as yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and even right now, if you bring a goat mm -hmm. and give her a coffee, will the goat eat the coffee? I don't know. Maybe even <laughs> even Williams when he write even even Oakers when he write the uh, his book about the coffee history, he really says uh, silly because coffee is very complicated to drink. They need mm. to prepare, need to dry, need to 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 roast it, need to brew it, and even. If we give coffee to goats, will the goat dance right now? I don't know. I need to make a. I, I need to make experiments. Experiment? <laughs> you know to what? We'll leave that to other people. Us Arabs, we've taken enough of the responsibility of getting coffee to where it is now. We'll let someone else give it to the goats. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, I can say to you one thing. 
for, from my point of view, when I study mm. coffee, when I uh, get my coffee diploma, uh, Barisa, all these things, and they said about the coffee waves and the coffee started from the uh, first wave, second wave, third wave. Even the coffee, when they they make prepare the coffee in Europe, they prepare the same as Arabic way. The first coffee vessel they make the coffee is coffee pot, and they make um, the mocha yeah. pot. You know the mocha pot? pot? Yeah. yeah. Mocha the cafetiera. Yeah, uh, mocha but exactly same as a rakwa. Yeah. But the instead of the coffee with water, they put the the the, the coffee chamber. in the basket and yep. the water. Yeah, the chamber. And then the water come from down. Then they throw the coffee and then you get the coffee without the rest of the coffee. Yeah, it's a way like of filtering. Yes, exactly. This is because you know human knowledge transfer from generation to generation. Yeah, we make it and like it that. Then in in Europe. They evolved like that. Then when they make the coffee espresso machine, they make it a very, very fast in 19, I think 1920, 1920, something like the first coffee machine, espresso machine. It's it's come from the coffee pot because the yeah. coffee machine, they bought the coffee and then they bought a brusher with the water to take the espresso. And people now, they said, it's the, the, the coffee starts as a espresso. No, the coffee, the, the Turkish coffee, we call, they call it Turkish coffee or the Rakwa coffee or the Della or Kanaka, uh, many names. This is the way we make espresso, but mm-hmm. not like under a brusher. We, we don't use a brusher because when you know when you use nine bar coffee brusher with 96 degrees Celsius to get the coffee drink, it really changed the property of the coffee. Yeah. But when you boil it with the raqua, you feel the taste completely different. V- very different. A lot of tests. Yeah, I, I did a lot of the tests in my coffee shop and, and bar. The people never ever drink coffee like Arabic coffee or the Krakwa coffee, Turkish coffee, and they love it. And yeah. they said, really, it's amazing. And I have a specialty coffee. I have the, the filter coffee. But for my, myself, I said, how can I make the way the, the Turkish coffee with the specialty coffee? This is, you need people because they have like a roasting profile for Turkish coffee. You need like on a chocolatey, sweet, mm. people in Arabic here, in Arabic Venezuela, in general, they don't like the, the citrusy or the no. fruity Floral. taste and the coffee. When you serve coffee with the fruity coffee here, the people say, ah, what's this? This is not... Or it's too sour. Coffee. The acidic coffee is too sour, right? Well, when we make a coffee cube grading and when we cupping coffee, we the coffee with high citric acid or malic acid or conic acid. You score it up. It's very good coffee. Yeah. We score it up. <laughs> <laughs> and when I come to, here in Dubai, when I serve coffee, I make it by myself. I roast coffee here in my restaurant for my uh-huh. customer. I roast it myself. Mm-hmm. I bring the Brazilian coffee, specialty coffee, and I have the bullet roaster one kilo, and I roast every day sometimes. Oh, like beautiful. A week to and, yeah, and make coffee. Really, I, 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 when I give the, my friend, try this coffee, Oh, this is not uh, okay. Try this one. The the because you know people they link the Turkish coffee or the way they make the coffee with a very uh, bad way of uh, the, the 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 coffee itself. The coffee beans. Mm. The, even the coffee is not graded. Even the coffee is not sorted very well. Even the quality of the coffee. Mm. But when I make it, I roast it to myself. Oh wow! Now the people did feel different immediately this is really good coffee and the same way they drink the Turkish coffee <laughs> and this is what cultural palate is right like this is our cultural palate dictates what we decide we like and what we don't like it's yeah. so the, fascinating 
كون يا ليت كوم باك تو ذا كافي ويفز ذا سيد ذا كافي ويفز ستارت فروم يوروب ذا سيد ذا فيرست ويف اند ذن ذا سكند ويف ذن ذا ثورد بس فروم ماي بوينت اوف فيو ذا كافي ستارت فيرست ويف فروم علي بن عمر ذا 1400 يا 1425 1424 هو دايت هي ستارت برينك كافي اند ذن افتر ذات Uh, during the uh, spread of the coffee, the coffee shop evolved, and then the way they bring the coffee, and then after that, transfer from uh, Ottoman Empire from the Levant, from the Arabic Peninsula to the Europe, and then they start from there. They they, they start instead of the first wave from Europe, they should put a third wave, and then they continue <laughs> with four, five, six. <laughs> We should be up to wave seventeen by now. <laughs> No, because you know now there are study they, to use coffee uh, beanless coffee. You know, the, oh, the that just <laughs> that's that's the next frontier. Who knows what's coming down the pipeline, Mohammed? This has been such a wonderful, wonderful series. Thank you so much for helping us understand the history of coffee. This was really insightful, and I I can't tell you how grateful I am. Thank you. I I, I hope that I give some. Uh, I shed some lights on the you really did. very uh, dark or very uh, uh, unclear, uh, forgettable era of the cafe. Yeah. Now I, yeah. I try to really, I because you know, I, I was really very eager to know everything about the cafe. When I moved uh-huh. to England, I lived there. I I buy any any book written about the cafe, I bought it. I uh-huh. I read it. I and when I I need to know really more. I need to have more details. Then when I study everything, I find nothing. There are some some really uh, blind spots. Need more focus, mm. and there are big gaps between fourteen hundred and sixteen hundred. From sixteen hundred, all the history is documented. Even they they documented the name of the soldiers who take the coffee tea from the French <laughs> to the Brazil. <laughs> They said Matthew Jabrail. He didn't take this. Oh. But okay, where's 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 the people who ban the coffee? Where's the people who drink the coffee? All this history, and we have load of, you know, share or yeah, poems. Uh, if you say uh, poems, you know, I we have millions of poems written about the coffee, and they have a lot of books about this coffee halal or haram. Yeah, but it's all in and Arabic. Then we, yes. But then when we come to the coffee, said, okay, the coffee start from Ethiopia and there are legends called Kaldi and then they are got to eat the coffee, then they come dancing. Oh, wow. <laughs> we come can be, a, we could do a little <laughs> bit better than that, folks. So, folks, if you want to, if you happen to be in Bath in the United Kingdom, go to Lulu, uh, which is the name of the cafe that we have been Lulu talking cafe, about. Yes. Lulu Cafe, you'll see Hassan, who was previously on the podcast there. Um, And if you're in Dubai, you can go, is it Hakayat? Hakayat Cafe. Hakayat. Hakayat Restaurant, yeah. Right. Right. And we will have links in the show notes below. Um, And if you have any questions, we will make sure that we include LinkedIn links in the show notes below so that you can connect with Mohammed. Thank you so much again for this series. So you were going to thank just you for, thank you for, for having me and really I'm really very grateful for you to have a, such of this kind of conversation ah, because a lot of people in the coffee community even in the university when talk about the coffee history uh, really I got shameful that there are history there are people behind it there are really well documented uh, literature because I'm Arabic and I 
read in Arabic, learn in Arabic, I got a chance to really uh, shed a lot of lights on this kind of history. But I hope that really, with help of you, that we can really uh, get good things to our community, to the coffee community, inshallah. and to the world of the coffee, inshallah. Inshallah. Kathir Khairak, thank you very much for everything that you're doing. Um, and we're going to sign off. Peace, love, and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.